0: Thank you so much, every leader that is listening, everyone that's in the room, everyone that's in Antigua, we love you so much. We have a story, we got a story uh today. anybody Lexi. got a Lexi, okay, Lexi, you got a story? Come on up here. <laughs> Chill. Chill.
1: Chill. honor of being at Mockingbird Station, I'm telling this story um, for Daniel because it's his story. Um, well, I'm kind of in it a little bit. So at the beginning, I was, uh, or not at the beginning, sorry. But the beginning of my story is we were um, doing the Salvation Moment, Pastor Earl was. And, um, of course, I'm sitting in the front row, so I, like, turn around, and I see this guy. He's, like, bright-eyed. Literally, his eyes are so open. And during the Salvation Moment, he just shoots his hand up. Wow. He's open. He's like, me, me, wow. me, me. Wow. And wow. that's all I could see. He had this platform. He's like, me. He was so wow and hungry. And so that's wow, wow, number wow. one amazing. Yeah. And then he comes to the front for prayer. And he actually goes up to Daniel. And he tells him that he hasn't been to church in six months and that um, his boss invited him to Shoreline. His boss did. And it's kind of ironic because he's in uh, the financial industry and he has to pass a test in order to keep his job. And it was his third time taking the test. And he only has one more time to take the test. And he was like, but this has been consuming my whole life. And so he made the connection and the realization that if he's going to give God the number one place in his heart and the number one place in his life, Oh, then yeah. God will be with him, and he's not wow. obviously doing it for that, but now oh, no. he's gonna get That's in the right. connect group. Yeah. Wow. And He's um, already got two guys' numbers, wow. yeah. and so already that was the first time awesome. he went to church. He went to Mockingbird, gave his heart so to cool. the Lord, and life changed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, well, let's let's jump into the Bible here. What a beautiful story! Uh, go to Acts chapter 12. Hey, we're trying to be very, very intentional again every week. Uh, to make sure we celebrate, you know what God yeah. is doing, yeah. to remind ourselves it's not us, it's yeah. Him, uh, and then uh, really it's all of our stories right when we hear about people's lives being transformed we got to remember oh yeah i was there too right, truth of yeah. the matter is i'm still there i yeah, still feel like yeah, god literally. is working on me changing me so we really want to be intentional to make sure we're we're celebrating all of those stories but also that we're developing and growing together so this yep. is uh, sure. our chance uh, as uh, <laughs> as a team not just a staff team but really well, yeah, I'll say staff team because I feel like all of our serve team is the staff yeah, yeah, of the church. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's how I look yeah. at it. Uh, so you, you work at the church, just so you know. Yes. Uh, and, and not just this church, but the church. Uh, of Jesus Christ, to be his hands and his feet. Uh, so let's go to Acts chapter 12 for a second. And let me uh, share something I think is going to be really, really important for us moving forward. Acts chapter 12, uh, verse number five uh, says, So Peter was kept in prison but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. So Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. Uh, We had a meeting uh, the other day, Onik and I, uh, with the Anchias. It was a wonderful time. I sat with Danny and his wonderful wife and their new beautiful baby girl and uh, sat there for a little bit and uh, they had a list of questions they wanted to ask too, trying to like, hey, I want to grow as a leader. Uh, And Danny's last question was, uh, what question is not being asked by leaders that you wished was being asked? And I thought it was a great, great question. Uh, and it, just so you know, if you're ever in a place with somebody uh, that you want to learn from, it's always a good question to ask them. Hey, if you were me, what would you be asking you? It's a good question to ask. Um, so, so he asked that question, and both Onik and I immediately went to prayer. Uh, we are a high leadership environment for sure. We're, we're trying to be very, very intentional about yeah. developing people, and we want people to be better and stronger. We want people to grow in their capacity. Yeah. We want people yeah. to be sharper, more excellent. Um, uh, if God has put in you the ability to be a ten in a particular area, no sense in you living at a three level. Yeah. Let's go ahead and be the ten, right? Uh, if He didn't, if He gave you only potential for a three, then be the best three yeah. you can possibly yeah. be, right? It, it doesn't, whatever you are called to do, whatever gifts he's given you, yeah. we just want you to maximize them. Yeah. Uh, and we're unapologetic about that. You know, I, I, We're not doing it in a mean way. We're not beating people over the head. We're like, no, there's more on the inside of you. Why would we not yeah. want to be yeah. the yeah. best yeah. version yeah. of ourselves, yeah. uh, the best version of what God has called us to be? But with that being said, with all the leadership, there is something that has always been at the foundation of this church. Yeah. And I want to make sure it stays at the foundation of the church. Okay, yeah. We talked about Uh, At the very beginning, we needed four things in order for this church to be healthy. Four, okay? The very first one was the presence of God. That was the very first one. You don't get that presence just because you're a good leader. You get that presence because you're on your face, okay? You don't get that presence just because uh, you're a nice person. You get the presence of God when you live in a posture of desperation and dependence and you have laid your heart and your life down before him. It takes time in his presence to be dripping with his presence. And this is not, I'm talking about earning his favor, earning his goodness. His favor and love has already come towards us. I'm talking about the development of the relationship. If any of us in here want to grow in a relationship with somebody, I'm thinking about wonderful Rachel in Antigua. Right now, and she's in a uh, relationship. I am.
1: Just
0: wanted to make that very awkward, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she you. is in a relationship. If you are in a relationship with a person, you begin to spend time with that person yeah. in order to develop the relationship. Yeah. I want you to see here that when Peter was in prison, the yeah. church did not have a leadership meeting.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh. Hello. Peter. So yes. good.
0: When Peter was in prison, so uh, the, the church did not choose to go and just have a cookout. Yeah. Wow. I'm all for cookouts. I love them, okay? I love a hot dog on the grill. I am all for leadership development. That is wonderful. But when yeah. somebody was in prison... The church went to praying. That's what they went to. And God answered their prayer. And I want to connect the dots that what you and I have been called to do is we are the church and there are Peters in prisons all around our community and our world. And we go to prayer for them. We get on our faces for them. We cry out to God for them. We ask God to break them out of those prisons. That is what we do. And we do that. On our knees, and I know some of us might think I'm uncomfortable with that. I don't know how to pray. If you know how to talk, you know how to pray. If you know how to talk, you know how to pray. If you know how to develop a relationship with a friend, then you know how to develop a relationship with God. If you know how to talk, you know how to pray. You don't have to be thousand and thithers and all this kind of stuff. If you know how to talk, you know how to pray. And I'm just trying to get. I want a praying church. Okay, I don't want a cool church. I want a praying church, okay? I don't want a hip church. I want a praying church. I'm not even trying to be relevant per se. I want a praying church. I want a church that is so smeared and dumped with the presence of God that I don't even have to be that good. As long as his presence is on me, it makes up the difference for all that I have that I'm lacking. That's
1: so good, Pastor.
0: I want you and I, I want you and I to understand. Let me talk to the men for a second, too. Men, this is not a woman's thing. Prayer is not a woman's thing. This is not what the ladies do. I need some men. I need some watchmen. I need some linemen to step up and say, I'm going to fill in the gap. I'm going to fill in the gap for my family. I'm going to fill in the gap for my girlfriend. I'm going to fill in the gap for my community. I'm going to fill in the gap for my business. I'm going to fill in the gap. If there's a hole, I'm going to fill it. And I'm going to fill it on my knees and God will then give you the strength that you need to stand up in the moment when you need to stand because it's not all prayer I get that it's not all prayer but it's not all leadership either it has to come from somewhere and I want to make sure we understand that for us Shoreline City when people are in prison we don't just have regular old meetings we pray we pray And out of that prayer, God can give us strategy. God will give us insight. God will give us uh, steps to take and places to go. He'll do all of that. But for us as a church family, I want to make this clear. If you're like, I don't even know how to pray. There are so many resources at our fingertips. Again, let's not be so gifted. That we think we don't need his presence wow, wow, wow. in order to accomplish what he is calling us to do, yeah, okay? We don't sing that well. We don't that's preach right. that well. Right. We don't administrate right. that well. Right. We don't take that great of pictures. We don't, right. all, we're not good enough in all of those things to think we can do it in and of ourselves.
1: That's good. That's good.
0: We need the presence and power of God yeah. in order to break people out of prisons. That's I good. cannot wait to see what's going to happen as our church begins to step even more into this, okay? In the month of October, we're gonna have a time of prayer and fasting. It's going to be coming up. It's it's, it's gonna happen. When it it happens, I want everyone engaging. I want everyone stepping in. I want everyone being a part of this because I want a church family that is hungering and thirsting after righteousness. That is where we're seeking the face of our savior. And when we do that, I'm telling y'all, man, watch out what God will do. So this, this has been foundation we got so many new people coming in we're not moving away from this either anything we need to press more into it so that we can be sure that we keep our hearts and our focus where it needs to be i love you so much church family i'm so thankful for you let's get some more people out of prison all right love you guys oh i'm clapping for y'all